I do for real. That's a- Oh, shit, nigga. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey. Oh, I want to welcome you to the Corner Convo, episode 138. Let's go. A corner like thousands of others across the country. It's a place to go if you want to be seen. And to a lot of folks, it's the information center of the neighborhood. I would just want to be all the ones I want. We, we might not be the ones, but let's not be selfish. Yeah, exactly. We're not exactly. the world. Let's not talk about how we're doing. is in the bag, and the bag is the face, and the face never changed. It's a crew. I'm not, though. As soon as you hear that crew, I know I got it. My name is A-M-O-N. Say what you want, just spell my name right there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, we have Dr. Mars in the building. Hey. He's the protection, the fixer. Without her, there's nothing. You gotta be somebody big. You gotta be a big man, a congressman, a, a judge, or on the grand jury. <laughs> Who does she think she is? Well, that's my sister, baby. And she's a whole lot of women. That's funny as hell, man. <laughs> next up, next up, we got AB in the building. What up? Running my bread, but he never paid me. Now I gotta fucking enslave Earth because of him. Y'all think I wanna do this on a fucking Saturday? I got shit I could be fucking doing. All of a dub. All of a dub. And we have a very special guest in the building. Put your hands together right now, right now, Miss Tifa. They turned to haters, cause I was major. They told my neighbors, they read the papers. They were the haters, cause I was major. It's poetic though. I've got a ton of filling fam, I'm past incredible. I'm like a hundred milligrams, a half of edible. And I ain't even signed yet, and I'm this good. You probably think a chick could, I wish a bitch would. We just got better games, so my team is clowning. Eddie James, yeah, at last you get to sing about him. All these rappers come and go, cause I done seen a thousand. It's like your wedding day, the way I'm wrapping rings around him. See, for start at the grill, I always come with fire. You gotta pardon my skill, I'm spitting jambalaya. Unless you jigger a god shorty, I run it by him. Unless you ziggy a Bob Marley, ain't nothing higher. They be all about that bull, but I be undeniable. My grandmama told me God would be my one provider. Uh, She's such a such fucking a lady. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy, though? Hey, yeah, we here. Her face went like right into the mode, too, though. Like she was hitting the, hit oh, the she mode. She got rapper mode. Yeah. Yeah. Rapper yeah. hands the whole night. Yeah. You can't hit her in the rapper hands. Look, look, it's episode 138. Chicago legendary rap artist, radio personality, educator. Hey. She was in these streets. Hey. For real, for real. <laughs> outside, outside. Outside, outside. Yeah, yeah. Before it was a thing. Like, yeah, you can see Tifa everywhere. Hear her every night. You know what I'm saying? And she's just a beautiful spirit, man. So I, I, I've known you for a little while, man. So I've, I've always appreciated your energy. 
Thank you, bro. It was very mutual. I appreciate that. It's an honor for me because I remember the first time listening to you on somebody else's tape. I was like, wait, ladies, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then I feel like the the name of the group also kind of blew me. I was like, Infamous Syndicate. Yeah. That's the most, first of all, that's the Chicago (laughs) shit. But it was so neutral. It like drew me in. Like, oh, I do belong here. So I'm super excited to meet you and and talk to you. This is going to be fun. Thank you. And welcome to the Corner Combo. Yeah, welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love the energy, man. Y'all got me cracking up already. <laughs> oh, man. And I do have to say a shout out to uh, Brian Gorman and the Hip Hop Heritage Museum over here on uh, 45th in Indiana. This is such a special Indeed. place. It's a gym. Yeah. And this is y'all first time here, right? It is. I'm, oh, I'm, looking, I'm on these walls somewhere. Not on these walls. I'm on these walls somewhere. You're on these walls. Would you tell me? Would you tell me? Look. Wait, wait, wait. What just happened? Wait, 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 wait. Negative. You know I'm always thinking yeah. in the fire. Right. Right. I was outside. Cold, yeah, he was outside. Yeah, he was outside. He was outside outside yeah. too. This shit crazy. No, it's dope. When you look around, man, it's, I'm glad we're here because today I just want to get into music. I want to get into where you've been, what you've been doing. You know, I, I know, but a lot of people don't know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's just so nostalgic in here. I, I feel like I'm in, in early 2000s right now. You know what I'm saying? With, with all the energy in the room. time in the city. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan, I'm a fucking I was man. gone. See, I, I hate the fact that I was gone doing a lot of basketball shit. I come back, y'all got all kind of connections. Everybody <laughs> had a good time growing up. I'm looking like, fuck like, y'all, y'all, man. Cool y'all, y'all, y'all couldn't wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Jack, did nobody say that. Damn, Damn, <laughs> you know what? But when, when you walk into this place, though, I ain't gonna lie, we start setting up, I just start rapping. Mm. You and, did. I yeah, start rapping like, my shit ain't shit. <laughs> But I sound good to me. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Love so, I mean, yourself, baby. I have to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it is that kind of space, though. Like it was. I came in. I stopped, I stopped by because they're open. You know, through the week uh, mm-hmm. until like 5 p.m. And I stopped by just to show some love and hang out a little bit, which is nice to have in your own community. It was a shorty here, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I want to rap." And so he was. I super eat his ass alive, Pauls. Oh my God! You trying Ugh. to battle it? Can I battle yeah. everybody? Ugh. Yes, you can. Oh. <laughs> the Lord so said, "Raise him up the way he should go." You so west. What you say, little nigga? <laughs> you so west. <laughs> but the adults kind of like encourage him to not be shy. Like, all right, well, you know, say something. And so to have right. a space where a child can kind of be comforted and like say what you have to say um, was super dope. And in my head, I was battling him yeah. too. I was like, I'll take your to. ass out. You got to teach these babies the right way. Because the, the studio uh, next door, the yoga studio, almost got this work. I almost went in there and started rapping. <laughs> I, I, think I, I did not read the address properly. Yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, um, one shout out to Joe and B, but I think it's really dope for all artists of all ages to come and see us. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that Chicago is super unique. And a lot of times, artists, creatives get kind of lost. Like, man, you know, I got influence from here, influence from here. And this is what's popping. This is what I got to do to win. Like, just come see what Chicago talent really Mm -hmm. is. You know what I'm saying? And some of its rawest form. How did it grow? How did it progress over the years and over time? Like, I think that shit is like That's funny you said that because really quickly, I'm going to throw this in there. I was watching something. First of all, you know, you go on YouTube. You can go easily go down the rabbit hole and get lost. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. You look up, three hours are gone. Mm-hmm. I watched other places complain about the culture of their city not being what it once was. Mm-hmm. And I thought about Chicago like, damn, when, let's say when Steppin went out, you know, uh, soul music came right in. Mm-hmm. When soul music kind of played out, we were in the limo for a while, and then Drill came in. 
Chicago has been known for creating some of the, the yep. biggest trends in the fucking country, man. Thanks. So when, when Tifa talking about y'all come see Chicago culture, fam, it's, it's fluid yeah. in that sense because we are so fucking creative. And you're going you're gonna to take something from somebody you can take and make your own. Yeah. Just make sure and you it's pay so homage, diverse, though. too. Like, I feel like when drill music came out and um, we got a lot of ladies in drill, mm-hmm. which I'm super proud of. Yeah. And um, people were really hating on. I'm like, we just created a whole new genre of rap. People and y'all are, like, literally the genesis of it is here in this city. And we need to celebrate that. And yeah. I think that's so amazing. A lot of times um, what I notice here, and I'm going to go a little bit beyond music. I'm going to say in music. And in comedy and in art, I think people from the crib create what they need to survive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fact. Yeah, you, like you're churching right now. That's yeah. I mean, it, it, a lot of that shit sometimes come from pain, come from trauma. Like you know, Chicago is a dope city. Got two sides, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, man, I'm just saying. You know, you got a side that is, is poorer and struggle, and you got a side that's not. In that space, and you can have an amazing time on both sides. But the truth is, like, we get through a lot of the shit that we go through through our art. Like, I feel like it's the soul beats and the soul music. It mm-hmm. kind of came from that. Yeah, you Come know on. what I'm saying? Drill rap. It came from that house okay. music. House music. Well, no, we got it. Can't like we got it's it. just multiple types of music that I feel like it really just comes from our experiences. Yeah, mm. and thank you for yeah. talking about comedy because I feel like people sleep on Chicago comics. Because we got the like, coldest my comedians. God, it is insane. This summer we got some foggy. We uh, we planning some fun stuff for the comics. Shout out Michi Hall and everybody at Francis Cocktail Lounge and Marlon and yes. Corey yeah, Bell right. and Just Niche and Mike yes. Stamp and you know D Ray yes. and everybody doing their thing. Ballhead. My goodness, He's so hilarious. <laughs> We got some funny people. You look at it though, how can you not have some form of comedian in your blood when you come from a city where you might end every other sentence with face ass? You know what I'm saying? Your coof ass. You know what I'm saying? And it's not to start nothing, it's you know, like it's how we show up. It's how we talk. Yeah, the bros do be hurting though. Let it let it be true. Especially the good one out the blue. That's all you did the other day, Joe. Like I be I be with my, you know, my students. And you know some of the teachers that ain't really from here and they ain't oh, really our shade. Uh-uh. And the kid be like, walk away, be like, yo, goofy. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, they say oh, good morning. Like, right, right. <laughs> Don't do too much over it. It ain't that smooth, <laughs> bro. You goofy. Like, all right, all right. Good Did morning, he call student. me bro? I said no. Bro <laughs> is the period. He not right. calling you, bro. <laughs> Bro Too is fun. the period or the start of the He's not addressing you as bro, bro. Period. <laughs> 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 hey, man, how, how was everybody's week? I'd I like to know, you know, how your week was because Saturday is, is, is the best day of the world for me, for us, because we get to- You're you know, welcome, Amari. Thank you for talking into Mike. I really appreciate oh, you that. Know what? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just keep keep that going, okay? Thank you. Yeah, rookie hazing, it happens, okay? You know, got to go through it. Feel good about it. <laughs> how was your week, Tifa? My week was good. It was it was super busy, but it was super lit. And some really dope stuff happened. You know, and I I'm not the type of person where you be like, you know, how was your week? And be like, man, it was fucked up. This shit happened. This shit. <laughs> right. Like it ain't that fucked up shit don't happen, right? But I like to highlight the dopeness so I can create create more of it. 
I'd be really, really, yeah. really on that in like that space. That. So I was busy, but it was some really dope stuff happened. Um, Jay Ivy came to my school. Love Jay Ivy. And talked oh. to some the kids the yesterday. The babies hear that. Man, really, really, really dope. It was dope. Jay Ivy Day like two days ago, right? It was yesterday. Yeah, actually, yeah. for his birthday. Yep. The city uh, commemorated what? March 3rd as Jay Ivy <laughs> Day. Jay Ivy Day. Yeah. yeah. He coming on the show. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this brother got to be dope because he created his own award category. And then won it. Right. So what's going on here? That's the that's the that's the dope like that's the dope part of it. Like he really made history. Yeah. He created a lane to make history. Yeah. Not for just himself. But others. But for others as yeah. well. Like that the patience that it takes, the planning and the preparation, the support of his wife, Tari Teray. Like it's it's really, really amazing. And that just goes to show you, you could really do dope shit through your art that not only serves you, but serve your people moving forward. So um, yesterday was really, really dope, man. It was a busy week, but it ended on a big high. And then I went to Soho House. I met Chance for the first time. Oh, you know about Chance? Yesterday. Okay. Yeah, that was my first time meeting Chance. I saw my brother Terry right. Hunter. Terry Hunter, yeah. I saw Grav. I saw Verse. Oh. Yeah, I saw oh. a bunch of yeah. what, what I saw, I saw, uh, Verse I saw the uh, usual suspects. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. Verse had just got off a plane and we were shooting something with Dave Jeff and he had walked in and we chopped it I up. I saw Dave. Yeah. So I was yeah. excited to see Dave. That's what's up. Yeah, slid in my little, hey, you know. Verse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is coming. Yeah. I have music. Let's do something. <laughs> Let's do something. You got to operate that way. Actually, low key, holla at Ken Day. Ooh. Yeah, I'll tell, tell you off the top. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ken Day. What up? Okay. <laughs> yeah. How, how, how was your work? Big AB? Man, Ooh, we talked. That was massive. My work. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Fixing it, post. Oh, first of all, it's not going to be. Like, you didn't just say what you just said. <laughs> nah, bro. It's all, it's all good. I've never told you about my work, bro. It's not necessary for you to know. But the week was good, man. You know, I always, I've always been a helper, much as I don't. Much as I'm a selfish motherfucker because I'm a mom's when I'm spoiled. Look here. I don't mind helping those that need help, man. And I love accountability. Man, look here. I'm self. I'm stingy. Bro, you are stingy. Yeah. Thank you, mom. I appreciate you. <laughs> the most wonderful woman in the world. <laughs> my mama's in love for that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, they had the election this week, and I'm not going to go too deep into that uh, topic because we got something about that a little bit later in the show, but I'm a field investigator for the polling places, you know what I'm saying? And you would not believe the complaints people come up with at these places. Like, my job is to make sure everything works properly so the votes can get there, whatever, 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 what, bam. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I get off work. I get my investigator back. Get my tool. First of all, we have a, a Nokia phone that flips that bitch weigh about ten pounds. <laughs> it's a barbell curl, bro. It's unreal. Oh I, got, I got a picture. I'll, I'll put the picture so you can put it in the show, bro. Yeah. So you got a drone Nokia. remote. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, man. I'm like, what is this? You know what I'm saying? I, I was. I had the phone from five o'clock until eleven at night. When I turned it back in, 99% charge. I say, what kind of barriers is this bad boy? <laughs> Unreal. You know, we got these mini computers we got now, they dead after an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you want to work it, but. Damn, G. That was one a complaint, One complaint was this, though. They called me to a spot and they said, hey, I don't like him. The fuck <laughs> you called me for? What do we do about that? I said, look here, y'all. I'm not a therapist. But can y'all get along? Y'all want this money? Can y'all get along? Can Don't talk to him. Oh, this Don't was talk at the him. polling place? Like the yes, people who've been working there. They were seniors? They no, were they were being people paid. To be oh, they were Chads and Karens. You already know it. They were Chads and Karens. Oh, my goodness. All day long. Another guy called and said, hey, man, it's a computer in, in this box that we get every year, but nobody's using it. 
I'm waiting for the question. He wants to take him home. Yeah. And I'm, I'm already tired from working nine hours a night before I say, well, continue not to use it. You'll be okay. Just continue, continue not, not to use, use it. We won't be mad. <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking nothing. Leave it in the box. And the last point I felt really bad for a, a, a guy, you know, a person that's been drinking their whole life, they can be completely sober, take one sip, and then they waste it all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? Damn. Hit, hit them right back again. People that abuse substances, I promise you, they can be sober, but they got their mannerisms. They got the motherfucker, they got the crackhead man, and shit. It's like, all right, cool. They called me, say, man, this dude up here, he landed, walking across the street. He might be drunk or high. This is Chaz and Karen's complaining again. I get there, I see what it is immediately. You know what I'm saying? It's, the whole way there, what do black folks say when something crazy happened? And it's an offender. Somebody has done something cool. I hope they not black. The whole crowd of them looking like, man, I hope this brother ain't black. I hope he ain't black. I get there, he was white. I started celebrating. I said, yeah. <laughs> yes, God damn it! I, I skipped out the goddamn car. <laughs> Let me go ahead. Let me go on top of this man. I walked him on the road. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, the hood synopsis. He don't smell like liquor. He don't look how eyes ain't glossy. He say they called you on me. I was like, yeah, man. Chaz and Karen's looking. I said, well, come over here. Let's talk like some adults. I said, what's up? You tired? He said, no. Nah, I got shot my leg a few times. I can't stand still too long. I said, bro, say less. Go back do what you was doing. Stay out, Chaz and Karen. I called him Chaz and Karen's real. Stay out, Chaz and Karen's way. You get to him, I'm gonna talk to Buddy. You're gonna be good. You know what I'm saying? I came back out. I said, but when you get done with this uh hand out to flyers and campaign and all this, get your money, go get what you need, bro. All right? Go what you need, get behind closed doors. I didn't say what it was, so I can't say I'm a bad person. Mm-hmm. Look at what you need mm-hmm. so you can relax, all right? Holla. And they never called me after that, and I was so fucking happy, man. He got shot three times in the leg. In the leg. And they say, I can't stand still so long because it hurt. I know somebody just like that. Yeah. You gotta move. It nerve damage. Yeah, you gotta move. Like you know nerve but people that's not from where we're from wouldn't understand it. That's crazy. Can you know I just saying? say something real quick? Bro, you do not look like a polling place investigator. <laughs> <laughs> he got your hat broke off. <laughs> Talk about he got on a do-rag. Talk yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. And a hoodie. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Pretty nice though. It, it no, nice, it's nice, all bro. nice, but I'm just saying. No. You supposed to be low key, like you the secret investigator. <laughs> <laughs> I I expect. When I tell you what he do, when I tell you what he do, you are not even gonna think he's he's that. You know what I'm saying? Like he keeps the city safe. Wow. Yeah, I'm one of them guys. One of the good ones, though. That's what's up. One of the good ones, though. Absolutely. That's what's up. (laughs) There's a bunch of gangbangers on on police department. (laughs) Oh, you are just putting them out there. Yeah, no, it's real shit. Yeah, that's true. My star has five points on it. Exactly. Hello. There you go. Okay, all right. Rack City. (laughs) Shout out Rack City and Fintown. Westside Finest, baby. Let's go. Oh my god. Mila, how was your week? My week was good. It started off uh well we slid through the culture ball. Fire. So that was Shout a, out. Fire. amazing night. That. It was it was a great night seeing everybody being honored. Um fast forward to Monday night. I slept under the viaduct with the friends and Inglewood Barbie, and that was an experience. Mm-hmm. And uh I invited my shorties out and they were like, Yeah, no, nah, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they got Wi-Fi, microwave, no, nah, we good. No, thank you, no, thank you. So it, it did kind of inspire me to take uh take in like how our city uh, is shaped for everyone of, of whatever economic background. Like some people have jobs, they just can't mm-hmm. afford a place to live. Um, or some people have, you know, issues, whether it's emotional or mental or drug abuse issues, um, and they find themselves in these situations. Mm-hmm. And I've been homeless and houseless. I lost my shit in the flood. Mm-hmm. And so I had to live in someone else's house for 30 days, and that's not comfortable. You're always trying to figure out, like, how do I have my own and keep my own? And real talk, like, some of us is a paycheck away from being fucking evicted. Oh, my you know? So uh, being out there humbled me in, in such a way where I realized what is a privilege Darkness and silence, mm-hmm. literally being able to like close a door and shut the world out, mm-hmm. trying to sleep when it's a constant glow of light 
or like under the expressway too. Yeah, it's under, and so it you, you anybody hear, can walk up to you, right? Yeah. So your your senses are unnerved, like you're constantly on, even though you're trying to relax, or like you hear the trucks, you feel the trucks because it's constantly shaking, mm-hmm. you smell it. You know what I mean? Like it's the oddest place to try and relax. Uh, but the people out there were so kind and loving and accepting. Um, I look forward to like supporting her initiative and and identifying a shelter because again, most people that are homeless in Chicago look like us, you yeah. know. And we do, right? and we be caught, huh? You getting t- tattoos away? Oh yeah, so okay, like was, it was a chiropractic. I, 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 I'm like, okay, cool. It was a chiropractor. Really? Like, yeah. well, I thought you were cracking a joke. No, 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 it was a whole no, bar. So it was a let me let me let me yeah, be uh, transparent. Yeah. Like it's it's professionals that go out there and provide services for mm-hmm. those who are the friends. Mm-hmm. So there was a chiropractor offering adjustments. There was somebody with a massage gun. Mm-hmm. It's people. It, it is a you know people that cook food for them every night. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a tattoo artist out there. You know, inking people up. Like they have access to the services that we have services to. And so you have a a bit of dignity and humanity Mm -hmm. for being able to participate in the regular world. And I will say, shout out to having a toilet and a porta potty and water. Mm -hmm. Because what makes you human is having a place to actually, in private, Mm -hmm. go to the restroom and then have fresh water to drink. So she's doing... You know, she's she's pushing the envelope with what it means to like show up for your community and, and walk the walk and talk the talk. So she's out there sleeping every night. She got her own tent and she literally stays there at night and she's looking to raise a million dollars to, you know, uh, create a shelter, buy, buy a place infrastructure so that she can serve, you know, in a, in a different capacity. Right. It'll happen. I don't I don't think that I think that it's going to happen because of the spirit that she moves in. You know, yeah. when you put when you make something what you're doing about other people and helping, you know, other people. Yeah. yeah. People slid through. Vic Mensa was out there. This was his I second time coming out there. Yeah. Um, shout out to 93 Boys. And uh, it was some other people that fell through. Uh, I think Brandon Johnson came out there uh, before because it was like the, the night before the election. Right. Um, so she's bringing awareness. And I just hope that we all, like in 2023, acknowledge, like we got to pull up on corners. Like we literally have to pull up, show up. And do what it is that we say we are about. Like that's the only reason the city gonna change. Can I say this real quick though? If no. I am homeless, right? If I am homeless, <laughs> I don't think I'm worried about getting a tattoo. <clears throat> you know how comfortable you have, have. You know how much you have to accept your circumstance. In my opinion, because I've never been homeless, accept your circumstance to feel like, hey man, if I'm get this tattoo, man, you know what I'm saying? Like all the things you just named about sleeping, being unnerved, always being uh, sensory aware because you have to be. You know. Uh, I think tattoos would be last on my list of things to do. Fair. Just, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tied up. Fuck you, man. What, you get a Jordan, Jordan Jumpman? All that. What, whatever I want. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> it depends on where you at in life, you know? Because you got some young people that are homeless, too. And like she said, just being able right. to feel like you fit in and you're a part of, you know, society and what's going right. on and what you see happening, like, that can mean a lot to somebody. Facts, a lot facts. more than people. We we take advantage for simple things that we are able to go out and do. We don't mm-hmm. we don't we take it for granted. Not take take advantage of it. We take it for granted. So I think that that was was dope. Yeah, I remember I got checked by a by a homeless guy, and we don't, and here in Chicago she doesn't call them homeless. She calls them the, the friends. friends, and I mm-hmm. like that that kind of like balances out some mm-hmm. you know uh, hierarchy. And so I'm coming from uh, a steakhouse, and the dude he was like, you know, do you have any? Uh, any money, um, anything to eat. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can have the rest of my meal. And so this is Mm pre-COVID. And so he looks at it and he gives it back. And he was like, I can't eat that. And I was like, 
unmitigated. Yeah, yeah, I was like, <laughs> uh, beggars can't be choosers. And he turned around. He was like, it's steak. I don't have teeth, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. You can't eat it. My bad. That's true. Bad. I didn't know where you was going there. That's funny as hell. He opened the slightest shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> but now it's like politics. Do I? He opened it and looked at it. Do I take it back? Eat it? You got to go to garbage. Yeah, you know, it's a wrap. So now we both fucked up. Uh, real quick, man, right. I want to nice give a, a rest in peace to the officer that was shot. Yes, um, absolutely. What, you got you got his name, Bossy? Or did you even know? It was uh, Andres Vasquez Lasso, and the details of what they are, it's all, it's all been over the news. You know, I try to tell these young cats. You know, I'm I'm, I'm the old black man. I'm Uncle Uncle AB on the force OT. I get respect when I come through. Yeah, I mean, I, I did work for so long. I did it the right way. Mm-hmm. If I caught you red handed. You won't get no ass. You won't get nothing. But you just know you caught, bro. You ain't forget mm-hmm. no extra shit. You won't forget what it was. We got to a point where now I'm, I'm policing these people's children or interacting, excuse me, interacting with the kids. And it's respect for the most part. But in that situation, man, I try to tell young cats, you ain't got to go grab every gun. You know, a lot of domestic situations. Thank you for stepping in and helping this woman. Now, first of all, well, second of all, dude was 18. Shorty was 37. The girl from 37 looking like, that's pretty weird. In our community, somebody would have made, made sure there was a highlighted point. Was well, a yeah. different community, so they're not saying about that age difference. Very creepy, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, you don't got to go get every bag at every time. A lot of times, these people come back to the same place they're familiar with. Mm-hmm. And he didn't remember, the way he ran from the police, he ran the goddamn circle. The scary part for me was he ran to the playground, started shooting with them babies out there. Mm-hmm. I don't care what color them babies was, they were still babies. They deserve a chance, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But uh, unfortunately, he lost he lost his life trying to do something. This guy was screaming like, kill me, kill me to the police. I'm like, ah, that's where you know you really deal with a motherfucker that's unstable mentally. Mm-hmm. Whatever reason you do it. And he was a recruiter for the gangs out south for the shorties. He got caught last year a couple times with the shorties in his car teaching them how to shoot. Oh my Damn. God. Teaching them how to shoot. You know, we just, we just found an underground gun range in Chicago. Nobody know about it. Wow. People that need to know about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this ain't nothing new. We from the, man, I was born in 78, grew up in the 80s, matured mentally on these streets in the 90s. This is nothing new. Yeah. When I, when I tell motherfuckers, yo, I survived the 90s. Y'all talking about crime now in 2020 and 10s? Bro, the 90s was OC. Insane. Oh, and it was Homie the Clown in the uh, Yeah, the, the Raping Man. Yo, he came yeah. outside my school yeah. when I was in grammar school. I remember that. What? Dead ass. Did y'all my jump his ass? freaked out screaming. Nah, she <laughs> Nobody, we don't trust vans to this day. Man, it's like the Astro Man Club. I say, I say this though, uh, to the young officers that do listen to the show, because I know they do listen to the show, I get feedback from them. We try to tell, you look at me and say, man, he don't do shit no more. Are you motherfucking right? I don't do a thing anymore. But I want you to get to the point where somebody can look at you and say, hey, he don't do shit no more. You know why? Let me you 19 years, 20 years of the game. Mm-hmm. You still get a paycheck. You go home to your family, your loved ones, your friends. You enjoying the day parties, the pool parties, trips to mother, passport bros. Trips to the DR, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Trips to the DR, right. You know what I'm saying? Talk about it. Do a little trick off money because we all work these overtime days, man. You, you, you can't spend this if you're in the grave. You know what I'm saying? So just be smart. Be mindful. Like police in a way that makes sense. So my mom, yep. my mom's partner, my mom uh, finished, what, 27 years CPD. Salute. And um, her partner actually was off duty and there was a man still in a television and he, you know, chased and do turn around, shot him in his head. And, let him go. and I thought to myself, like, you're off duty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like when 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 do you stop? When are you off? Yeah, when are you mm-hmm. off? And my mom still, she was <laughs> my mom be like, Well, you know, my weapons. I'm like, Ma, you 72. Happy birthday, mom. Like, hey, 72. Happy birthday. Hey. Happy birthday. I said, it's a big deal. You yep. no one's run up on you. You've never had to pull your weapon out. Like, you're safe. You're fine. Like, let us take care of you now. Like, mm-hmm. you don't really need 
to, you know, have all these weapons around. Now you worried about grandkids and like who's gonna find what like right. now you can really, really retire. And so I do feel bad for people who are first responders because there's like this, there's no off switch, it seems yeah. like ever. It's like y'all go, y'all just keep keep being on. It's PTSD too. Yeah. On both sides. I need I need everybody that's not uh strapped up that don't have the blick the glizzy and don't have concealer carry. <clears throat> Sorry. How much, how much booty do you, you like? Get that. No, it's the Enaz, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How much? Yeah. I was good? Really, you know what I'm saying? Look, I got to slow down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's all don't good. Do <laughs> don't do that. You, you, got, you, got, your fish, you got your fix right before the show? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, man. Look, yeah, I work hard, bro. Play, work hard, play hard. We're sleeping. You know what I'm saying? popped a mint or something. Anyway, man. Um, this <laughs> always ends up a part of the show in some way. Because y'all be on weird shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but y'all just be careful. Like, if you got people out here that's not afraid to shoot the police, it's not. It's, it's, a, it's more frequent than you think. Yeah. If you got people out here that's not afraid to shoot the police, you need to be careful. So, Tifa, I want to I get into to music with you, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I want to start with where do you see hip-hop now? And, and first, where do you see Chicago hip-hop? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I'm kind of trying to figure that out right now. Okay. Um, I think that in Chicago, I think that a lot of artists that have been quiet, like myself, have been trying to figure out how to reapproach music. You know what I'm saying? I even mm-hmm. kind of heard Parquet kind of talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to my boy, Parquet. What up? Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, even... Knowing my sister, Shauna, you know, we have these conversations too. It's just that Hey girl, hey. <laughs> you know, the industry is is a lot different in a lot of different ways. Even um Fest, Rhyme Fest, we just have conversation like this too. Um one, the way that music is consumed is way different. Two, the amount of music that's being put out is way different. Um, the sound is way different. The content, what we talking about, is way different. So it's just, I think a lot of people are trying to figure out how to be authentic, you know, mm-hmm. and still be, um, have progressed and continuously learning, you know what I'm saying? New ways to get down and, you know, express themselves musically. So I feel like it's going, it's definitely shifting back to some what we would call more, you know, purist hip hop, going back to the bars, back mm. to the lyrics. Because um, I think a lot of those MCs came from Chicago. A lot of those rappers and artists came from Chicago. I.E. Juice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Twan mm-hmm. Gabs. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Billa Shout Out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, shit, let's go on and on. The list goes you know on. It really does go yeah. on and on. For real. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we got a lot of that that came from here. So I feel like we getting back to a space where we're going to hear more of that. Right, because a lot of people been real silent as the drill rap, you know, was in the forefront um, and still is. And then even more pop sound music, more R&B, a lot of rappers doing more singing now. And I think it's dope, but I'm just talking about more so in the space where the bars um, have more of a fulfilling content or message, I would say, versus just a party kick it. And I'm not mad at that because I do that, too. Um as far as where it's going, as far as like hip hop overall in the world, man, you know, I think it's good we going to a place where your music can't just, it can't just be the music. It got to be something else with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's inspiring that? Like, is it 
like documentaries? Is it art? Is it um, real life? Yeah, yeah, like, production. You what else is what? attached really? to it? Like, fashion. Yeah, yeah like you gotta be popping. Like that's what I'm saying. So I think it's going to a place where it's not just about. Um, just the songs that you continuously drop. And so a lot of people are kind of shifting and getting comfortable with that and figuring out what they look like in that space. And I think that people are getting to become more free, like people trying different shit, you know? Um, a lot of us come from a space where we really felt like we had to spit a certain way, yeah, you know, and we couldn't grow into that. what we hear the younger generation doing. <laughs> like and rapping I, on beat? I love that shit though. But I that, love it too, but it's I love like that shit, man. But that, but you know, the singing, you know, a lot of different things. So I think that we all kind of stepping into a space where we trying those different things too. You know, so I I just I don't know exactly what that's gonna look like. I don't even wanna set no expectation mm-hmm. for it. Cause I feel like I wasted time as an artist trying to say, oh, I got I gotta sound or look like, or yeah, do yeah. this. So you know what I'm saying? Really Versus saying, embracing where I'm at. I gotta jump, I gotta jump right in for a second. So stop. I had things I want to talk to you about, but you hit on some points. So I got I got to ask you this now. So I'm gonna put you in the motherfucking uh, DeLorean, like Back to the Future. Take you back, yeah. take 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 your age back in time. She's still a baby. She's 25. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> uh, you are you are young Miami's age now. Just imagine hypothetically, you are young Miami's age. You are Corey Ray's age. Mm-hmm. You telling me that you wouldn't you wouldn't you still be the bar artist you are right now, knowing, seeing the bag that these these young ladies are getting out, the female MCs now are getting, you still be the bar artist, and see, knowing that a, a sister is cold, Rhapsody cold as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Knowing that Rhapsody, could rap got bars, ain't getting the pub or the bag that these female, these MCs getting. You still do the same thing? Well, I don't, you know what? I think it's about the business. Like, it's artists out here that's millionaires that aren't signed to labels. Mm-hmm. But right. they, it's about ownership. You know what I'm saying? And then it's about monetizing more than just the music. You can't really monetize the music like that no more, bro. Right. Like, you're not really making no money off streaming. When I drop my project, I'm not streaming that shit. The shit that I'm <laughs> giving now... Those those buzz records, those records I'm dropping now are to reconnect with my audience and connect with a new audience. When I drop my shit, they not going to own that. That shit right. coming out on my website. Right. right. And my fan base can come to my website. So I'm not going to do anything that I feel like is not authentically me to get to the bag. No. It could still be you. It can, but, yeah. I'm, but I'm saying if, they're, if they do certain things that I feel like are not me. Like, if Rhapsody don't feel like she want to move in that space or right. Tifa feel like she don't want to move in that they space. Got to, right. But it's other ways that I could get to the bag and I can monetize what I do. You know mm. what I'm saying? To have a certain type of ownership over what I do. Yeah. That, and, and then, too, like, I feel like a lot of times, man, niggas that be flashing shit, them it. niggas ain't really got they that shit like that. Like that. Broke. They don't Broke. own like, that bro, shit bro, like I'm raiding in the rain. Niggas that got money Broke. ain't Broke. they ain't trying to flash. Them niggas gone. You barely see them. Right. You see them when they gonna drop something. And you know what? That shit be like the fucking Wu Tang album. That shit a hundred dollars yep. for the album. <laughs> yep. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's. I feel like you know you gotta really know what we looking at and what we watching. Like that glitz and glam. That shit don't move me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm a mom. I'm trying to build legacy and generation. But that's wealth. why I bought the money up. You see what right, I'm but that's I, I don't know that though. that's money. Yeah, okay. it might not be cash. That's right. the thing. I don't know that debt. that's money. It, those are gifts. That's what I'm saying. Some of these motherfuckers really got it though. I, some of them really do got it. I, I don't trust Google. I don't trust. I trust half of what I see, less of what I hear. 
I really don't know shit, so I can't trust what the fuck I know. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> so we can't trust you at all. <laughs> no, not at all, not even. And I'm 12. So you so really have to trust out right 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 <laughs> no, but, but some of these people are, I, you know, certain people in the game. Maybe I do security. I do security going around the country sometimes mm-hmm. uh, for celebrities, and you see these people, and you be like, damn, like I saw. I did security for uh, Chris Brown and, and Lil Baby. I be forgetting what the fuck I do. I do so much. Mm-hmm. That man. Chris Brown probably got it. This he is the baby. The baby it. came through yeah. with the money calls. He, he put pants. two bags down. And you can tell who really ain't seen money before. This one lady. Uh, sister, look here. I hope you're doing better now. But she, <laughs> she always went into the shop. She opened the bag up with nothing but money in there. I'm like, oh, she finna fucking steal some shit. Girl, don't do it. Don't do that shit, man. For real. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of these artists I see... Then we be like, oh man, he ain't shit. You know, he really can't not be ain't shit because you do your thing in your own lane. You know, it's a new day. I got respect. What the fuck y'all do? Y'all do it better than me. But mm-hmm. I'm like, man, they ain't really ain't got nothing. Man, these motherfucking bags be full of money. I'm looking like Joe. But it could be loan, advancement, it could be all that. You know what I'm saying? But it could I, be I, one. I you know saying, what? Though. It's almost like the, what they do at the strip club. They put the hundreds on the front and it's ones in the back. I do that shit and I don't even strip. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, it just be a lot. To, like, I even think, like, I think about, I think about like people like Meek Mill. Okay. Like, it would be... And I'm not saying he don't got it. I think he do got it. But I appreciate his transparency and how fucked up his situation yeah, was. Yeah, he did tell us. He tell us everything now. So, we were made to believe it was way sweeter than what it was. He was... They were making way more money off his music than what he was. Yep. But you couldn't tell that by looking at it. Videos. Like, right. You know, I don't, I don't know who owns what with Young Mommy or anybody. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck... Right, you know points. what I'm saying? So I'm not, I don't look at that like that shit don't move me. Gotcha. So gotcha. I'm, I, I guess I would say some people are different. Different people do it for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to build generational wealth, but I ain't trying to break myself down trying to Get look it. a certain yeah. way Facts. for other motherfuckers either. Which is true for that. any industry. I respect that. Gotcha. Yeah, I respect that. Because, I mean, I heard you say, um, and, and maybe I'm misquoting you, but um, probably something yeah. in reference to women naturally have exude sexiness, right? So you don't have to overdo it, right? Yeah. And you say, well, if Tifa wants to do that, I'll do that when I'm ready, right? When I'm yeah. Ready, right? And I, and I love that because at the end of the day, I don't feel like you ever sold yourself like to get the bag to be, you know, look him or, you know, uh, Cardi she or she whoever, could, right? Okay, oh, right? The over-sexualized shit, like, I hate that shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think this shit is trash. I, like, if if I go back to, I did an album called Grown Ass Woman. Yep. And I got songs on there where I'm talking about some shit where I ain't necessarily talking about sex, but I'm talking about feeling myself and feeling comfortable in my femininity. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and you you definitely gonna feel that vibe and that energy. But it was authentic. It was true. It was the space that I was in. It wasn't some shit where I was like, oh, I need the sexy song on my album. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, fuck that. (laughs) Right. There's so many other moments that we could connect to in life. Like, I feel like wherever you fucking feed, that shit grows. Yeah. There's so many ways that you could connect to people. That shit is low-hanging fruit. It's easy and everybody doing it. Yep. I feel like when when Little Kim came out, it was like a time for young women to kind of really own their own sexuality Mm -hmm. and sensuality. That's the difference between like her presence in rap and then everybody who's kind of like following behind. Because I can remember like women talk like that. We could talk about this. And because men have been making songs about having sex with us and what they do to us mm-hmm. and it sells and now she's talking about the other side and I'm like oh this is dope now it's a little now it feels it's just for like an end like a way to get in right yeah, yeah. Right. and I mean it sells. I, I think 
for women that's really, really on that, then I don't have no, I love it because that's an honest part of them. Yeah. Right? And they being authentic. But if you using it as a marketing tool or a ploy to attract people to you, you gonna have to show up as that motherfucker every, every time. time. Oh my god! So, so that's why I say my authenticity to me and my happiness is way more important than that. I'm not finna explain that shit to my child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why you? Like, why you turn for thirty like, minutes straight, mama? Your, hey. your, I can. I saw your nipple on the bed. Right, like what the fuck? Right, and he or she's gonna get cooked at school. You know what I'm saying? It better be a really nice nipple though. Yeah, so I just. I mean, my shorty, like I got a pass. My shorty. Like, yeah, my mom's good. They can't wait for me to give a talk up at that school. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that misconception, though, that you can't be a, you can't be a, on the male side to me, on the male side, I hate to split it up because rap is rap, you know what I'm saying? But the world, society competes, compares everything. Mm-hmm. On the male side, they always told you backpackers couldn't be trappers, they couldn't be, you know, gang, they couldn't gang bang on the track. For women, it's like, you can't be a bar artist and be sexy. And people look for examples and it's hard to find them. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, you can't be a bar artist and present the same kind of sexiness or sex appeal that the people that go out and intentionally sell sex do. And I ain't shitting on ones that do because- I'm trying to I think I of I something see, too. Like, bro, okay. I mean, Rhapsody, I mean, Rhapsody would be in there. Uh, you know, the Bahama Deals of the world. Yeah, because I'm a bar well, artist, I could, but I not selling sex. Yeah, but not selling sex. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? But even, even, Lauren ahead. Hill. Facts. Mm, sexy where? Like you selling, selling you sex where? I'm not saying, I'm saying she didn't sell sex, but she is sexy. Let me see right. if I can play it. Explain, complain it. Explain this shit correctly. What's the girl from Can't be a bar artist. I think, uh, you know uh, what? I think the only person I think can do it, in my opinion, has done it, is Nikki. I think Nikki can rap. Yeah. And Nikki sells okay. sex. That Fair. might be the, the outlier to yeah. me. You know gotta, what I'm saying? Okay, now I'm going to see the example what you're I'm saying. saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got you. I'm terribly explaining shit. That's how you don't do work. No, but you don't like, do I work. I did an analogy. I don't do no goddamn work. I'd be like, hey, pull over. Leave. You know what I'm saying? Fuck off the police dogs. He's drunk. Shit, man. Yeah. Do, that makes sense now, though. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. like a very feminine woman who and also being, can rap and, and then can also rap about all yeah. the things. It's, it's hard and... to find that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I feel if that. you can find that hybrid, I think there's one. You find a hybrid, she'll get hate, she'll get love. But what do you, what do you go from there? Yeah. Well, so, so I think you can rap. I I, I really I, I really think you can rap. I really really think you can rap. You know what I'm saying? I think you can be the sexy person if you want to. But like you said, you, you don't really want to. But so, I mean, you. No, showing... I didn't say that I didn't want to. I said I want to do it when it's authentically. To you. But where then it's I'm also at. like, what's not right. what's sexy? Mm. You know, like because because uh, I'm so happy you said like, that. Because wh- people have different meanings of yes. shit. Right. I just did a post about that. People have different meanings of shit. People view love differently, friendship, success. Yeah. So what is sexy? <laughs> shit. Well, what America says it is now. Nobody, I was definitely, I, I knew we were lost when the term woke, modern, masculine, and feminine became like weapons to use in conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, woke was not even a compliment, but it was like, hey man, I'm acknowledging you. Modern was like, you know, up to date. Now it's like, it's a diss. So I don't know what the fuck sexy is anymore. I know what sexualization is. I know what sexualizing somebody is. I know what uh, sexuality is because they make sure to put that shit in your fucking face every day. So here, <laughs> let's rebrand the word. Sexy is different to everybody. Because yep. you know what? I, I I know a lot of men that are attractive, but I don't want to hear you talk. <laughs> talk about me? And that shit is not No, I'm for real. That's a real thing. That's a real and, thing. And you know... Had that energy like shit. I know you like nigga. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't look good standing there. And then yeah. to, but no, to somebody but else. I don't, I don't even. I'm scared. You gonna open your mouth? Like I don't even want to talk. 
Or I a motherfucker, you be in a conversation trying to figure out, like, maybe, maybe. And then be like, yeah, I understand what you mean. You saying this? I'm like, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> Oh, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think articulation is, is important to me. I think that's sexy. It's key. Yeah, for me. That's, yes. that's what I'm saying. Yes. So Three for points. me... The, I'm a sapiosexual. I'm attracted to a motherfucker that's intelligent. Oh, yeah. A motherfucker that's creative. Yeah. Right? A motherfucker that know how to articulate their thoughts and ideas, even if we bump heads. That pushes my face. Oh, use the right word in the right context. Yeah. That's attractive. Yeah. <laughs> can I say can I say jewels? No. To turn you off? No, no, no. All like these, someone said, I like, uh, yeah, I want words. I want you to be Pacific. Depending on where we are. Like, that yeah, part. That's not. <laughs> right. You know shit. What if you mean like he want that coochie wet? No, no, he but he was talking about. Words. But where are we? Where are yeah, we? Like, For context. Where are we? There's no wrong time to get it from your girl, man. You know what I'm saying? Where? Are, where? Are, <laughs> I don't know, man. No, I mean, but like, what point? Where are we? Like, you know, what I'm saying what's happening yeah. right now? Yeah, like you just didn't realize that <laughs> like, somebody just don't have that word in that lexicon. I, I was you. arguing with this dude. He was like, "Drop the garb, drop the garb." I was like, "Isn't garb like clothing?" Man. And then it took me like it took me a couple of weeks, and I was like, "He meant jargon. <laughs> he meant jargon." Garb. So, I get it, but I, I don't. See, that's what I'm saying. Like that shit is not. That's not sexy to me. Right. You know what I'm saying. So if 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 I'm not making those connects, a lot of do a lot of artists in the industry, like they nice to look at, but you not smart. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I've had a lot of people say like, uh, even when I go to work, uh, it doesn't matter what I wear. It's like, why you got to be so sexy? What am I doing? I'm not doing anything. When you embrace you, that's sexy. You know what I'm saying? Then, you and embrace if, yourself. That's if I person. actually put effort into looking some kind of way, talk then people like, you don't talk shit. Come on. Talk your shit. Well, I just put on some eyeliner. Like, that's, that's way too much. <laughs> you and the lashes, that's too much. You're trying too hard. It's like, what? That's not, that's not sexy. So it's interesting what's sexy to people. Like, I remember when I shaved my head, right? Um, and I had a ball fade. I think a lot of women go were you, to that. Were you liberating yourself? Man, no, I just wanted 360s to be flat. <laughs> Y'all look flat yeah. with 360s. I was like, man, I could do this. And plus, what better way to get, to pull a dude than go to a barber shop? That's some pep. That's more stuff. I like scruffy and then I get lined up and you under the thing and they pull it off and they be like oh, oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I was like meet me at the skybox <laughs> damn <laughs> hey. my shift started at 7 do, do we care <laughs> do, we, do we care about Mano choking this, uh, this YouTuber as a rapper you know what I mean he, he said some he Yo, said some wild shit I think that shit was healthy <laughs> I don't know we're gonna disagree we're gonna disagree that wasn't stage. I don't I don't I don't know but I thought about that shit. I was like, first I was like, damn, why he choked that? But I was like, you know what? <laughs> Some motherfuckers need to learn boundaries through actions. Run up, get done up. And okay. I, I also think, I also think that there is a group of people, and I don't want to just say young, because it's some from our age group as well, that have right. not learned certain social cues or just certain things on, that are not cues. okay. Like you just don't do certain shit. And some people act like, well, I'm going to get on because I'm going to do the shit that most people don't do and I'm going to tape it. No, you're going to get fucked up sometimes. It's not okay. <laughs> Take that and that was that moment. He did the wrong shit with the wrong person. Like, move differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just... And he stiff-armed him, too. Like, he and he just, kept him there. Kept him down. Stop like, I told you to stop playing with me. <laughs> yeah. Why would you say that to I feel like man? in the clip, Trash. I feel like he told him, like, look, I'm going to do this for you. But don't do that bullshit you be doing with everybody else. Yeah, he we, we didn't see. We can't say it because we he touched my shoulder like, 
right, man, look, you, you playing you, already. Now you're doing you know too much. You're doing too much. But go ahead. I'm going to give you another shot. Mm-hmm. And dude still pulled it for likes and clicks. Mm-hmm. Guys, that's joked up. He got a like and a click. For so, sure. And so in the, end, in the end, though, when Buddy said, hey, uh, my lawyer served you some papers, then what? Was it really worth it? Man, I understand what y'all are saying about boundaries and all these things, nice, fancy, pretty little things. But in the end, the system and society is set up to where you can really ever defend yourself without consequences. Oh, For yeah. real, on some real shit, you know what I'm saying? Mano, I got no problem with nothing he did except the fact, if, you, if you're okay with the repercussions, then cool. You know, Buddy's not brand new to this. Right. You've seen him do this before. Before everybody, you just didn't want to be the one say, man, he didn't get it off on me, you know what I'm saying? It was not to your belly yeah. and shit. So now you stiff arm buddy, choke him up. Man, the kid, I appreciate the lesson though. I'm a grown man. Treat me with grown man respect. You're a little boy. Stay in your lane, you know what I'm saying? I get you try to come up. And I made those documented himself doing some different shit before. Yeah. So let's not act like he's holier than thou. But that is this man, bro. Come on, you ain't got to choke the motherfucker out. But off camera, when the camera go off, man, whoop that motherfucker ass. Hey, let's. let's it's when you do it. Let's think macro, not micro. Let's yeah. Think, <laughs> good way to shift the culture and people's thinking. Right. He, know, just took, he just took the L. Hardcore. Just, hard, just, hard, he just hard, said, hard, a whole hard, bunch hard, of people from hard, saying, yeah. like, maybe I won't do that. Yeah, maybe I won't shit, do that. No yeah. All the new YouTubers coming up, like, man, I'm going to run up on artists and I'm going to snatch their chain, but I'm going to give it back. No. Don't do that. That's how you die immediately. I'm going to tell a nigga I can beat his ass and see what happened. I'm it do be rap. funny when people be blowing wigs off, though. I'm so, like, you wrong. So what happened to Buddy? But a woman will beat that ass. You seen the wig snatchers? Snatch the wigs off. I'm like, oh, that's what we on? She prepped that wig all morning, boy. You asking for it? It might saying? hurt a little bit too. Aren't they glue them down in the front? That shit hurt. <laughs> what y'all think happened to Buddy uh, followers oh, nah, after that? Ripping out. It went up. Skyrocket. Wait, who? Mano or no, the little boy? The little boy. I no, think both of them went up. Went up. Went up. Yeah, probably both. Both of them went up. That's why somebody was like, "Oh, this is staged." Man, I want to. I want. I want to ask you about a few uh, female MCs, and then we're gonna get into just hip hop. Actually, before I go there, do you care that when? They say female MC, or would you rather just be labeled an MC? I would rather just be labeled an artist. An artist, right? Male, female doesn't really matter because I, I feel like I feel like you can get in the booth with the best of them. Let right. me be very yeah. frank. Right. Thank I you. agree. You know what I, I'm saying? And I, I, I don't, and and not to take nothing away, I just think that lyricism has grown beyond so much. I just would like to be labeled as an artist. Okay, so with that being said. Eve, or I know Trina. that wasn't. I oh, just really go with it. That was the political. It's like black or white. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see where you at. I'm gonna see where you at. Um, Eve or Trina? Eve. Okay. I like that. Queen Latifah or Lizzo? <laughs> Queen, bro. I used to be in the mirror with the brush singing her shit. Okay. What's your favorite Queen song? Oh God, you gonna take me there? We can love. That's no. your favorite. That's your favorite? Yeah, that's mine. I think you and you actually why I to top my Queen on T for list. Is that the only one you know? No. <laughs> oh, no, that's not the only one, one I know either, no. but no, that no. is one of my favorites. Black hand side is like no, classic because album. You and Natty Why are still relevant to this day. To oh, this yeah. Day. No, to this day. You know what it though? Never lost relevance. Cool Ladies first changed my life, G. Okay. Oh, okay. Ladies first changed the way I looked at myself and what I had to, I was able what I had to tolerate when I say, you know. I was just raised, you know, be polite and, you know. Really? Yeah, you know. I'd be like, man, but I don't like this shit. This, this doesn't feel right. Like, I yeah. didn't talk my shit. Yeah, get shit off. You know, motherfuckers be trying to sun you for 
being different and all right. that. Yeah. And that song made me feel Act empowered. Michael B. Jordan, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Try to stop him from being uh, about his business back in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Look how that turned out. Uh, Foxy or Remy? Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Why you do that? And, and, <laughs> That's a good parent. And, and the next one for the And they don't fucking up. like each other. Um, I, I've definitely vibed to more Foxy than Remy, but I fuck with Remy. Remy got some hard shit. All right. Um, and I know this is unfair. All right, but I'm, I'm gonna see where, where your loyalty lies. Oh, where your loyalty lies. You ain't even got a question. My loyalty, my shit's solid. Uh, the bride of Shauna. Shauna all, all day. day. Yeah. Car- uh, who else? I mean, that, that was a Final Four matchup right there. Right, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, get it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it ain't that I don't love the brat, but it's, you know, me and sis. Home squad, home rule. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Cardi B or uh, Meg Thee Stallion? Cardi. Okay. You mm. thought about this. I did. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get some bullshit out of it. I'm trying to see. Yeah. Can I ask you why, Cardi? You know what? Um... I fuck with Cardi as I like who she is. As I like person. the woman she is. Okay. So I think Meg's a better rapper than Cardi though. I think I think it's a, a, a mile between them when it comes to rapping, rapping. You know what I'm saying? That's the reason I think Meg well, able to do songs I, and songs after after Cardi after Cardi's Invasion of Privacy, which is an awesome album. That mm-hmm. shit was cold. But I think mm-hmm. after that, I told everybody on Facebook, I said, bro, you're not getting another Invasion of Privacy ever from her. You might get a hit here or there or here or there, but Meg able to produce album after album and continue to rap. Yeah, I don't I don't listen to Meg that much. Gotcha. In all honesty. And I, I cut her off because I don't want my daughter to hear her when she come out in the car. There you go. There you go. So she got a uh, so there's no card no either then, right? Not certain songs slide through, certain songs don't. I'm mm. talking about radio though. So okay. of course I'm not throwing on a Meg or a Cardi album in yeah. the car with my daughter. <laughs> yeah. You talking about a mama a that used to play fucking kids bop with her. I wouldn't even play some of my own shit. Be like, no, no, you can't get my own. You can't get my own. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I, 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 so I, that's why I say I'm looking at the person holistically. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Like, if Cardi say some shit, she might be on fucking IG, which also is consumed. We all consume that shit too. That's why I say it's more than just the songs. She might be on IG the next day or a week later, like, this why the fuck I said that shit and blah, blah, blah. And I'll be like, oh. Now you get it. I fucking get it. I'm glad you brought it up. I don't get that from Meg. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Right. It just be well, like, hi, we- girl, shit. I mad at her. I'm not mad at her. It's just, you know. I get what you're saying. We had a conversation on this show a while ago, and we were at odds a little bit. But it's, just, it's all, all open for conversation. Like, my nephews, they could always listen to everything, but they knew to skip the curse words. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because their dad and mom, hey, man, you can listen to it, but be responsible with it, though. This is they were mm-hmm. shorties, too, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you saying you don't let your daughter listen to certain music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the conversation came down to you have more influence over your child's upbringing than... The media, the multimedia, uh, the multifacets of the multimedia. That's so. The why would you not let your child listen to that? You know what I'm saying? If you really raising your child, mm. you I see mean, but you not just raising your child. All everything they exposed to yeah. is raising them as well. Is your, the school you put them oh, in? Fault. I left. I left something out. Your influence should be stronger than whatever outside has on your child. That's cool, but they humans, right? Facts. Yeah, yeah. they humans, and they make choices internally. And you want to try to put the right choices at the right step. So this is what we don't think about. 
We all go through stages of development. It's certain points in your life where you're not supposed to make certain type of decisions because you don't have the experience or the knowledge or understanding to really grasp what the fuck is happening Come on, and teacher. what you're choosing at that point in time in life. <laughs> right. So at certain ages, yes, nope. Don't bring that around her. Nope. Don't bring that. Nope. Right. Nope. They and then she get a little older. We have conversations. She's she's making choices on her own based off my influences and what I'm telling her about life and what's yeah. true. Now I put you in this space. Yeah. And now make your choices. And I'm still watching them. And she fuck up and slip up and she human. Right. Right. And if, oh, sometimes I'll be like, oh, what's that? I say, oh, did you bust your ass? Didn't you? I told you not to bust your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How that ass but, you can't protect <laughs> but you can't you protect your kids from everything. You know, like the whole goal is to prepare them. And I can remember, like, uh, we before COVID, we didn't have internet, we didn't have television. Mm. They got all of that stuff at school, and they got like two hours at the library. I couldn't afford it. Like we, was, I didn't realize how poor we were. <laughs> God's grace, won't right? Like, won't he? Won't he do it? Um, and so they. I can remember realizing how how open-minded my kids were. Christmas came around. I said, what y'all want? All of them was like, I don't know. I don't know. They didn't know the current songs. They didn't know what clothes was popping. They were just like kids, and they mm-hmm. had their own thoughts. So and so they were like, socks? <laughs> like, <laughs> we got everything that we need. And so when we move out south, and now COVID comes, and now they have to have devices, and they have mm-hmm. access to the internet, my life changed mm-hmm. because I went from knowing these kids and they're kind of like now being influenced by music, by movies, by, you know, by their friends. And I have to constantly remind them, you are not the song, mm-hmm. right? You're Thanks. not the video. We knew that growing up. You yeah. can't see something and think that that is what it is. So you have to be careful on setting mm-hmm. that boundary, knowing like, okay, this is appealing to me, but don't embody it. Mm-hmm. It is not who you are. Watch your mind because a lyric can become a mantra and a mantra can become your mission. Oh, you and so somebody else is writing that bar and that's not your life. I said, baby girl, we not from the hood. Like mm-hmm. I can't call up the folks. <laughs> we got people, you know? I, she, I had to go up to the school because she was like, uh, told somebody, yeah, bullets ain't got no names. I was no. like, what are you... What what like I was like uh dear I'm a scientist. <laughs> what is you doing? And 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 but she had been consuming all of this like yeah. rap music and now she like super hard while my son is over here listening to like the Bee Gees and like <laughs> that's real shit. That's, totally different kids. And you know that um, it's music, so they feel it internally. We feel it physically. You know it impacts us. It impacts us and influences us. So I just feel like. At a certain age, I'm blocking a lot of the bullshit, but I'm talking to you about it. I'm right. telling you what it is. And then as you mature and your development progresses, then you can make those choices. And then as you mature and you're ready for this environment, you know, yeah, we parents, but right. we're not the only influence that they got. Mm-hmm. You know, if your kid ride the school bus, they influenced by the motherfucking kids, how they acting on the school bus. Like, you might have a kid that know not to curse around you. <laughs> Right. And get out in public and, and be like, oh, right. beat that bitch motherfucking ass if she ever. <laughs> and your mama walk up on you like, oh, I'm about to give you all of that. Yeah. You know better. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's just like they didn't get that from you. They didn't get that at home. But they consumed it somewhere else. It could be another They code switching too. They, like a back. They code switching. They got their own little, like, I be like, I'm hey, not no, cool you know, no You know what I do in the crib, right? I be quiet, right? <laughs> they doors closed, right? And listen to them talk to their friends. Yes. And as soon as I hear a four-letter word, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. 
Oh, I didn't know you was here. I, I know, know you're here. Right? I'm always so now, here. I, always, right? Yeah. So I want you to always think about who you are when I when you think I'm not around. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Because if you're doing this and you think I'm not here, imagine when you know I'm not oh here. Oh my goodness. You know what I'm, I'm telling you, I'm always around. Mm-hmm. Know that. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't trust these guys. Fuck, fuck these kids. Man, I saw a, <laughs> I saw a video yeah. of my child yeah. with some doing some some weird stuff. And then I heard an audio from her because everybody records. And I tell her, don't put nothing in writing, G. You you texting people and sending. Yeah. I'm like, don't do that. Don't That's don't give no evidence. And so the uh, they called me in. They were like, we want you to hear the audio. Mm. Damn. And I tell you. Mm. So I'm I'm listening and I'm just like, oh, this is bad. Oh, <laughs> you bitch ass and I was like, ooh, 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 ooh. you're good too. Fuck these kids. Proud. Proud, and I was embarrassed. I didn't know what to me. And she just looking at me. And and she was like, she can I say something? I said, yeah. She said, yeah, I said it. I was like, you're Damn. not helping. <laughs> Thank you for speaking uh, uh, your mind. Um, <laughs> no more future for you. Right. Let, let's 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 go from infamous syndicate as a, as a signed artist. What is that experience? You know, and how how did you leave that, get to radio, and mm. then now teaching the youth? Um, so after, well, after we dropped our album with Relativity Sony, Relativity closed and they were moving all the artists to Loud. Um, and they asked us, did we want to go to Loud? And we declined to go to Loud. With Steve Rifkin and all that? Yeah. What? Yeah. But it wasn't about the opportunity. I think it was more so about just the way things or moving Track within three. our unit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, gotcha. You got to remember, we started really young. And when you young like that, you get a lot of people around you, you know? And you got people telling this artist one thing, people telling that artist one thing. And then eventually, we got different goals and different aspirations and different views and, you know, or visions of what our group should be doing. Um, and I think I've always been a person, I kind of talked about this a minute ago. I've always been a person where I just don't like anything that feels uncomfortable to me. Gotcha. I will move myself. Gotcha. I will ghost a motherfucker so quick. <laughs> Not saying I ghost at you, sis. I ain't saying that. I'm a <laughs> I ain't yeah, saying that. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. No, we going to get into the bottom of this shit. I'm saying that's how I, a lot of times, have dealt with conflict. Yeah. I didn't like having just hard leaving, conversations. Yeah. yeah, so I would just get quiet, and I think that... That just festered. And then what Shauna wanted to do, you know, she was uh, going to Atlanta a lot and working with Ludacris. So we ended up not going aloud. And in the process, I had, um, I was pregnant with my son as well at this around the same time. And I was at home and um, Sundance left GCI, the A side <laughs> and the B side. <laughs> she left. And uh, all my homies was DJs, you know, I knew everybody. So it was like, they like, man, Tifa, you should host the A-side and the B-side. And I thought them niggas was joking. And then Carla Boatner, she was the uh, MD at the time. Elroy was the... Uh, Elroy. Yeah. <laughs> Elroy was the PD at the time. She called me like, hey, you want to come in and air check to be on GZ? I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Who is this? Who is this? Somebody call me playing, man. Get y'all a... She was like... Yeah, my name is Carla Boner. <laughs> so I ended up going in, um, did the air check, and then they offered me the show. 
and the rest is history with radio. Um, I I was at GCI for nine or ten years. Mm-hmm. Nice then I went minute. to Power ninety two, and then uh, I left Power ninety two because I just felt like I wasn't feeling the music like that no more. Um, and I'm all about my space. If I don't like what's happening in my space, I'm like, yeah, yeah this shit don't slide out. Don't no <laughs> slide out. So that's when I started uh, producing the basement. Yep. I'm and then that. I syndicated the basement. It was in like seven or eight markets. Dope. And um, I got bored. I got bored, and I didn't like. I didn't. I didn't like being managed by the management mm. at the radio station. We have very different principles and and values and goals in some areas. I'll say it like that. So I removed myself again. You know what I'm saying? Uh. While I was at Power, though, I had started the teaching shit around that time. Uh, the the cluster manager at CPS was like, yo, you always training people at the radio stations. You always mentoring artists. Like, you should fucking teach. And I'm like, <laughs> have you heard my mouth? I, I, I was like, I don't, I don't fit in there. And I went, and um, when I ended up going to Western House, that's where I, the first school I worked at, uh, Janet Janice Jackson was the principal, so this was before she was even Damn. over yeah. the, all of CPS. <laughs> okay. So um, I worked under her for like a year, and it was cool. And then um, right around that time, I started the basement, and then I left because I was working every day doing the basement, and I was working with Tony Schofield too. Mm, Remember, he was Tony, on one hundred six three four. That's my bro. And um, after that. CPS, I left CPS to do the full-time thing and at the radio station, and then I ended up, uh, they called me back and asked me to open a program at Al Raby High School on the west side. So I went there for three years. And uh, after that, I left and went downtown, and I was training all the broadcast and digital media teachers in Chicago. Very cool. Wow. I had some ideas around just ways to improve the curriculum, you know, um, support teachers more effectively. Oh, which we need. And see better outcomes in the classrooms. And um, I was really big on certification. Like, my goal was to have students graduate with a certification to be hired and edit and make a living wage. So they make, my student, my goal was to train teachers to certify students so they can make $35 an hour after high school. I love that. As a video editor. Graphic designer. That shit is real. Whatever it yeah. was. So, that, and you that, know, that, the that market is, is a motherfucker, too. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I did that work, and then COVID happened, and the teacher at High Park retired. I was like, fuck. I was like, man, you know, I grew up in that area. Um, so, that shit was personal to me. I'm like, man, this program been around 20 years. They ain't going to fuck around and close the program. I don't want that to happen. Um, so, you stepped up. I stepped up. You know, I, I hear all of that. And what I actually heard was, you've never had a job interview. Come on, come on. That's that's just crazy. I love it though. I had that realization though, not too long ago. I was like, how you? Yeah. Like, how do you really pursue? I don't like. I'm looking at videos like. Yeah, that's really amazing, though, man. That's like you You, know, you are anointed. God is on your life. I trust Him to order my steps. Yeah, praise Him. That's what's up. (laughs) In your your journey from you know music, radio, and teaching, have you seen someone 
uh, male or female was like, you know what? That's the next me. Mm. Mm. We had Ann on the show. Too. We had Coast on the show. Had several people on the show. And we shout always Coast. try to find out, you know, hey, man, shout out Coast. What's up, brother? Uh, look here. You guys have an impact on the babies. On the, I call them babies because their minds haven't matured. They can be 6'5", mm-hmm. five, six, five, 300, but they be like 14, 15, y'all still, still a baby, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These kids is big now, though. They're humongous, folks. You know what I'm saying? True. But in them travels, you guys have an impact on the, on the kids. So, Coach said he kind of, nah, not really, maybe. Ed said he saw a few, especially one. So, I, I wonder if you've seen somebody that can, that can be the next Tifa that can go through life without a job interview, you know what I'm saying, still win. <laughs> without a job interview. <laughs> um, in different areas. In radio, yes. Hot Rod. Okay. Hot Rod. His energy is amazing. It's magnetic to people and to youth. And his intentions are solid. Um, and no matter what he's going through, he shows up at his very best. And those are different, mm. you know, principles that I try to live by. Right. Um, music, no. Yeah, talk your shit. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say that. Bar heavy. Music, you know what I mean? Stop no. With her. Music, no. Um, teaching wise, education wise, it's interesting because I've never been on the path to be an educator. Right. That kind of just happened, and the youth that I see it in, they're not on the path to be an educator either. But I see a lot of the same things in me, in them. Good shit. So you have, yeah. You got to take somebody from here, 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 here yeah. to make tea for her. Okay, cool. It's, <laughs> gotcha. I'm, <laughs> gotcha. Ain't wrong with that. I have a very unique skill set. I respect that. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I definitely acknowledge it. Now, we Chicago unique. appreciate you for that, though. Thank you. I know that to end up to end up being a facilitator for teachers to empower students. I think yeah. that's like a brilliant strategy. Uh, we just found out that there's like 33 schools in Illinois that have kids that cannot read at their grade level and 55 that can't do math. Mm -hmm. Like 53%, I think, of of Chicagoans have some mild form of illiteracy. Mm -hmm. Like that's the city that we live in right now. Mm -hmm. So education is so important. Did you just point to yourself? Absolutely. (laughs) He said, I'm telling you, I'm having trouble articulating this. I'm not listening. I've been calling for help. I'm amalgamating. Y'all well. (laughs) <laughs> but that that's what I meant earlier too about like having so many different areas of my life that are so important to me. Now I want them all to come together. Amalgamate. I want my Ooh, work damn. and my influence in music to move, help move and reform education in our city or in all the cities that I like ours. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um yeah, I think I music just, is powerful. Like when I think about like uh my homegirl wrote a book, What Would Jay-Z Do? Shout out Quinn. Oh, um, Quinn, yeah, yeah, I follow Quinn. Yeah. yeah. And uh, to take, you know, to take Jay-Z's lyrics and put it into mm. affirmations daily. Mm. Right. So now you have a different relationship with Bossy over there, like, fuck that book. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an ongoing thing. Yeah, about like it just doesn't <laughs> like Jay-Z. It's not always it's, that's pretty Don't much be made like up. That. We go, that, we're gonna talk about it one day, though. We're gonna talk about he it one day. You don't even know which way to wag his face. I know. I'm, <laughs> But like when like to take music and oh, to put man. it into a book, like some people don't read lyrics, mm-hmm. right? And so now you it also kind of helps with mindfulness. And so it mm-hmm. moves hip hop into a space of 
of kind of reflection. And so I teach a class, um, I teach trap yoga and mm. I teach a meditation class called Reflections Eternal. Mm. So the soundscape is intentional, but we take lyrics and we use those to prompt ourselves to ask ourselves deeper questions. So if you all were to say, if do you have a, a, a line that you live by? Is there a lyric from anybody's mm. song that's kind of your mantra? And I'll kick mine's off. Mine's is, life's a script, I'm not an actor, I'm the author. Mm. And that's from, uh, I think that's what, uh, Jizza Cold World. Right? I don't know shit else about that song, and of course <laughs> they're talking about selling dope and killing somebody. Mm -hmm. But like that line right there reminds me every single day that everybody has a story already written for me. I am a character in their story, but mm -hmm. I'm the author of mine, and mm -hmm. I reject that. And so I write my own story, and I don't let anybody edit it. And so when I get in those moments in my head, I go back to that lyric, you know, or I find a song, you know, that inspires me. So do you all have like a yeah, lyric? That's a, that's a good one. Um, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Nas. Um, I got no game, but some bitches understand my story. That, that was just my shit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Which one that though? I got. Maz is gonna be a lyric soon because it's just been. It's what I've been telling myself these past since I've been putting music out again. Okay. And I'm just like I gotta find. Oh, so this place is unreleased. For, yes. Ooh. Um, I'm not the competition. I'm the inspiration. Mm. That's cold. That's it's cold. just a reminder in every area of my life. In rap, from what we were talking about earlier with, you know, the competition amongst women and the choices that we have to make, you know, doing things that make question our time. I'm not the competition. I'm the inspiration. I love that. As a teacher, I've I've been a hip-hop artist in a academic setting. Mm. You know right. what I'm saying? And I've I, I, for a long time, I felt like I didn't fit, but I had the strongest connection to the students. Mm -hmm. And move students probably the most in, th in areas that would actually impact them after high school. Um, I'm not the competition. I'm the inspiration. inspiration. You know what I'm saying? I'm take, um, taking that. That's, <laughs> Whoa. I'm taking that. That's real, yeah. you know. And, and, and even all just understanding and living in the times that we're living in right now and all the different shit that's happening in our world and the ideas and things, how it's changing from what was traditional and a lot of times the traditional shit that we were raised, you know, to believe or told to do wasn't right. I'm not the competition. I ain't competing with what it was. Yeah. I'm the inspiration. So that's that's something that I want to use. I want to pin that. I love that. Yeah. I think uh, we all, I know for a fact, we all hear music differently. Mm -hmm. So I don't have one line or set of bars, you know what I'm saying? I can I can pull from, but I have a top five songs that I think have been relevant to me. And clearly, and you have top five lip gloss. What is going on? You got Mac on and your lips. What you put that on there? Like the glaze, butter. When your lips this big, you can't, you can't be chapped up, man. You know what I'm saying? Definitely can't. can't be chapped up. No alternative. Don't believe your bus, man. Oh, sure. uh, I love you, cousin. Number number one for me is is uh, and I choose these songs because they're because of the relatability and because every time I hear these songs, it's like every day I hear these songs in my mind, whether I play them or not. They have influenced me as a youngster to an adult. And I think the message of these songs never changed and they never went away. Mm -hmm. uh, and they can be applied every day to people everywhere. I don't give a fuck how old you are. Number one was uh, Grandmaster Flash and Furious Five, The Message. Mm -hmm. That's my number one song of all time. It influenced me so much, I can't explain how, because it's a show. Number two was uh, KRS-One, Love's Gonna Get You. 
Okay. All right. Number three was uh, Tupac. Keep your head up. Now, a quick spell of because I've never heard a rapper speak softly about women in the way he did without romanticizing them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. You know, I'm a mom's boy, so that really hit me differently. You know what I'm saying? Number four was uh, uh, Grand Poop and Brand Nubian Slow Down. And Oof. number five was Roots What They Do because it, it, mm. it really taught me about, you know, hey, man, like you said, I said they got a bag, you said they don't, and what you said made way more sense. Hey, man, they might not really have it like that, you know what I'm saying? So really be true to you, and and the essence of what you're doing will always shine. It'll be your fruit, that'll be your currency. You Basically, know so, this episode needs a Spotify playlist. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> man, man we just dropped some heaters. Right, I'm like, my God. Like, some I don't want to hear all of them right yeah. now. The KRS-One, love's gonna get you. That's my shit right there. Love's gonna get you, love's gonna get you. Hey, man, great gonna articulation gonna... from AB right. today. Yeah. You know, I, I don't do that well. He's I'm, I'm, I'm part of 50% today. that suffer from illiteracy. That's me. <laughs> I had my 15 seconds to shine and I did it. Um, <laughs> we ain't gonna take too much more of your time, but there is an ongoing conversation on the corner. Um, Come on now. It's important that we highlight our tastemakers, our influencers, um, the people who really move the culture. And with that being said, what is culture? Mm. Oh. Oh, that's it's a multitude of things. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. So I would say um, culture is in our dialect. Culture is in our fashion. Culture is in um, the the the. How do I say this? It's in our dance. It's in everything that we assume to be true and to represent us mm. and make us who we are. Um, it's in our it's in our books. It's in our man. It's in our films. It's it's a lot. That's a really dope. Very hard to pinpoint one thing. Question. It's hard to give okay. it I mean, one actually, solid what, answer. Whatever, whatever it is to you, right? right. Yeah. Certain people, I get different answers. That's I, why I, I, I think culture is it's how we embrace each other. You know what I'm saying? The way we all embraced each other here today is reflective of our culture. I know you. I didn't know them. Right. Amazing energy. Um, man, it's so much. It's our music. It's a lot. Facts. Yeah, okay. it's, 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 I love that. Thank you for sharing that. As we sit here amongst legends, the culture, and, and, right? The, the and, and, and so much. My God, you know, like art and music, and you mm-hmm. know, pr- production mm-hmm. and DJs and rappers and singers and stylists. Like we, we haven't even got on like fashion and how that mm-hmm. influences in those connections and comedy. It is Chicago culture is something so very special that you can leave this city. And it's not like we're trying to make little Chicago's, mm-hmm. but we take that <laughs> we take that love Facts. with us. So there are I didn't know there were other house uh, picnics like in California and Atlanta that are from people from Chicago, Chicago. Yeah. you know. But there's yeah. a um, so geographically Chicago sits almost like in the same place if it were a body that the heart would be, mm-hmm. right? And so what does the heart do? The heart gets, it transforms, and it moves oxygen around to every other part of the body. Mm-hmm. And so there's something very special about our politics, about our fashion, about our music, about our influence, just in black culture. That was cold. And global mm-hmm. culture. Mm-hmm. It feels like that because it is real. We are in a very, very special place. And as I see, it almost feels like a renaissance. Like when you see like mm-hmm. what's going on with like business and music and film and development and people are just doing like we're not waiting for like investors to come in and save us like we're literally creating we're in a house Mm -hmm. that three people decided we're not gonna let the history of what it is created us die and we're also still creating love it 
You know what? I, I want to add one thing onto that. I love everything that you just said. And, and I'm really thinking about specifically, well, I'm going to say Chicago and black culture is our principles. Mm. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what we stand on and what we not having. And I think that it's things that are understood that don't even have to be said. Yep. And if you don't understand the culture, then you won't get it. Yeah, yeah you got to be in it. You got to be a part yeah. of it. Yeah. You, if you know, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, one, this is the corner combo. One second, oh, you, one you, second. You, you know, because okay. she is in the game. She's solidified in the game. We have to ask her. We've asked everybody else that influences Chicago. And her influence stretches out just like those others. What is your top five? Oh, my top Chicago five. Chicago rap albums. Chicago. Not include you because you would be number one. Yeah, probably would. <laughs> I um, see why y'all friends. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, Twister, Adrenaline Rush. Yes. Fire. Overdose. That shit still. Oh, my, my mama. God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say Shauna's first album. Yes. Worth the wait. I'm gonna say what else? I'm gonna say uh, Kanye West College Dropout. Mm. The rest of them are really Kanye West albums. But like, I got three left: Kanye West College Dropout. Um, yeah, I want to think of something else. That's a bold statement. The last three is Kanye. That's, I'm a that's I'm a good shit out fan here. though. Me too. It is. It is some good shit out here. What else can I say that? I'm trying to remember. I'm gonna go we'll back. Throw, throw boomerangs out here. I think we had this. Uh, who asked Leon Scoop and maybe somebody else? Coast maybe. Mm. Uh, we had we had a version of Common on here somewhere. Oh, you had a version wait, of Common on here somewhere. You. <laughs> I'm saying. Right. I'm like. <laughs> thank you. He, he um, right behind you. He right on on your left shoulder, right there. Huh? He right there on your left shoulder. What's the which which common album is it? Well, he got the joint on there. It's a frantic situation. situation. Yeah, like what, it's um, a frantic. I think yeah, I think it is. Like, like what we're talking about. So that joint and his first album, of course. Can I borrow a dollar? Yeah, that was clear. That and then seeing him shoot videos on 87th Street, like that yeah, inspired me. Yeah. I grew up over there. Like I grew up on 86 and Wildback. He should be up in Simeon playing ball. It was so fun. It's crazy. <laughs> I remember going to a kid's party and he showed up. And I was like, I could rap. <laughs> I was wait, was you a shorty ass I party? Like kitty rap. I had on these big yeah. ass pants. Not the motherfucker. Probably like I was standing in a pillowcase. <laughs> That's what was probably back then. I was spitting my shit. He was like, Shorty Cole, Shorty Cole. I think, I think also, on my list though, I had they got put on for my guys, but I think their album was really impactful on bringing light to Chicago was uh Crucial Conflict, uh Final Tick. Flick for sure. Oh you know yeah. Mm. That's a great fifth. You know That's saying? a great fit. They broke a lot, a lot of barriers down for Chicago with that record too. Yeah, shout out and, to the flick. And, and they, that that they, album, you can they perform those songs today. Today. Yes. They was up north and it was a show and it was like kids there. Everybody smoking weed. I'm like, where am I at? I don't know too many, too many people that perform music and send the whole deck up like that. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Every time. I think these guys had a Lupe album on there. They had Lupe on there as well. I, I didn't, but too. I fuck with Lupe too, though. But yeah, he didn't make I my top five. Honorable mention all the way because he can definitely mention, rap. Yeah. His, concept, Lupe. his concept albums be off the chain. Concept albums, he can do this shit really, really good. Lupe is amazing. He's an amazing. And I love artists. what he's doing academically 
with hip hop. Yeah, he's in the colleges now, right? Yes, yeah, he's yeah, a professor. Yeah. I love that. We trying to get you down there, Dr. the colleges. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. I, I'll, I'll I mean, I got my masters. I, I got my masters, so. To teach these babies this shit. Come on now. Yeah. They need I'm it. Definitely with it. Like oh. I say, we everything gotta amalgamate. <laughs> oh, I love that word. Can you spell it? Can you spell it, buddy? No. <laughs> no, let's do it. A M A L. Fact check this, please. Amal G A M A T E. Gotta be Amal A. Yeah, I'm gonna say, yeah, I might have fucked up an A, but I never heard the word to this day, though, so I can't say shit. Oh, next show, ghetto spelling D. Yeah, for sure. I like that. For sure. Let's do it. That's Hey, man, this is the Corner Combo, man. Episode 138. Shout out to Tifa, man. It's going down. We appreciate y'all, man. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you for coming. For real, for real. Tap in with us, man. Like, Share, subscribe, all that good shit. You know what I mean? Oh, y'all know who we are. Don't even yeah, worry about we it. We moving and shaking out here, man. It's for Chicago. We out. We picking up all, uh, some shit today from uh, we won two awards. Dope. Yeah, so sounds good. Congratulations. Thank you. This is dope. I had one too many drinks last night, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>